Hello, my name's Jared. My name's David. Welcome to the podcast where we talk about what's important and a lot that's not. Let's get cooking. I'm really hesitant to go to the doctor. Yeah? Why's that? Well, I just like, does anyone want to go to the doctor? Weirdos. Like, I feel like I need to be dying. <laughs> same, same. I've only ever been to the doctor once it, after I was like six and got my initial like shots and stuff. Yeah. And that was because I, I felt like I was dying. <laughs> and how long ago was that? Oh, like a year ago. Because like, oh, I wow. had like huge problems with my lower back. Mm-hmm. So then I went to the doctor and got it sorted out. It's just like tightened muscles or whatever. But uh, Wow, that's not a lot of times. Like once since you were six? Once. Never, <clears throat> never been other than that. I've never been to a hospital either, actually. Hmm. See, I've been to hospitals, but, like, I needed to be there. You yeah, know? yeah. And so that is kind of a difference. But when it's, as an adult, when it's up to you to decide, like, is this bad enough to go to the hospital or not, I'll always decide not to do it. Same, same. I was like, I'll oh, wait a day or two. And, it's it's yeah. sort of like when you have, like, a squeaking in your car or something. I just turn the volume up, you know, on <laughs> the, the radio. radio. <laughs> <laughs> like, eh, it'll fix itself. <laughs> it'll it'll be sorted about. out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, I think I told you this before that the last time I went to the doctor, <clears throat> I also thought I had an issue with my ear. Yeah. Right? And it was like, oh, there's something in there. It's, it's clogged. It's blocked. And I'm like, hmm. and, and my main anxiety is that I'm going to go deaf. Yeah. You know, because yeah. if you get like an ear infection and you don't treat it, you could actually go deaf from it. And I'm like, you know, I don't want that to happen. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I've seen, uh, what's that Christmas movie? <laughs> <laughs> the Grinch? <laughs> Wait, oh, where he like falls in the water. Oh, oh yeah. The Santa Claus. No. <laughs> it's a wonderful life. It's a wonderful life. Well, well Jimmy Stewart. He goes deaf. You, you got a place to stay. <laughs> Go over the window, everybody. Sorry. <laughs> Look at that mushroom cloud. Are <laughs> we going to a Jim Carrey routine now? Yeah, how'd you know? Because <laughs> I watched it this week. <laughs> yeah, actually? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, anyway, yeah. But he falls in the water, he gets water in his ear, he gets an ear infection, he goes dead. Yeah, but he also gets a second chance at life. <laughs> is, that the, is that the takeaway lesson from the movie, Jared, you're getting from this? <laughs> it's all I remember. It stuck with me. No, it, and it's I, a wonderful life. All you remember is him going deaf. Not well, not the heartwarming story yeah. about redemption and knowing you're loved. And... That's how much anxiety I have about <laughs> losing my faculties. I think you lost your faculties a while ago. Can you say faculty for like years and stuff or is that only your brain? Or is that only for like teachers at the school? <laughs> <laughs> okay, but what I'm trying to say is I'm I would... Sure you can say that for... Everything? Your senses? Maybe. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm paranoid I'm going to go deaf. And so I went to the doctor. Yeah. Yeah. And I said, something's up with my ear. You know, it, it's weird. And she looked at my ear, looked in there with a little, like, whatever scope yeah. thing. Yeah. And she was like, you're fine. Cool. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with you. And it was so embarrassing. Mm. Because I was like, oh, like... It's it's when you think something's wrong and then they're like you're just overreacting. Yeah, yeah. Even though when they don't say those words, it feels like a bit of a slap in the face. It, yeah, I fully. So that. she sorted that out in forty five seconds, and then I'm just sitting in the room with her, like this doc, like whatever you call it, patient room, just her and I, and we're like, yeah, so having a good summer, like yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> I just hated it, and I, yeah. I don't want to go back. Ugh. Yeah, hospitals are creepy. They're so creepy. a doctor's like if you go to a, a clinic. That's not really too creepy because yeah, it's almost yeah. like an office building. Yeah, you know I mean? yeah, and they got like comfy chairs and. But hospitals like are plan. creepy. Yeah, 
and like ER. You're like yeah, in a waiting yeah. room with other people that are like bleeding from their faces and stuff. That is, that's horrible. It's a lot like Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, now that you say that. It's so much like Walmart. Yeah. Like, it's all sterile looking. It's all white. It looks awful. And, like, there's all kinds of weird people walking around with weird issues mm-hmm. and, like, growths. And I would almost rather go to the hospital. <laughs> if Walmart's prices w- weren't so Better. flipping good... <laughs> I would never step in I there. would never go in there. You never. see some absolute weirdos. Oh, yeah, you really do. And, like, I think, oh, you know, the rural Walmarts in the small towns, those are worse. they got to be worse, right? Because yeah. there's weirder people out here. You go to the cities, it's just, like, crackheads. <laughs> you, you can't you can't win. No matter where you are, like, geographically speaking, the Walmart is going to be full of wackos. Oh, yeah. Just a different type in every community. <laughs> like... Something about Walmart, I don't know. Maybe the maybe the cheap sweatshop labor really, like the products. You know what I mean? They just have really a low standard a certain... overall, <laughs> just yeah. across the board. Like for product quality, for staffing, for management, and prices. So you go, okay, prices, well there yeah. you go. I like that one. So if I'm a low standard kind of person, I'm gonna go to a low standard kind of business. Yeah, the amount we're willing to forego for a good price is actually <laughs> disgusting. It's you know, it's it should be criminal. It really. is capitalism at its absolute <laughs> ugliest. Like I'm I'm a, I'm a big capitalist fan. I'm all for it. Yeah. But that is the ugly side of capitalism. That is it. Is Walmart. Ugh. Yeah. But you know what you know what's weird is I was in the states a couple years ago, right? Mm-hmm. And stopped at a Walmart in Washington, the state. And what was so weird was it wasn't called a super center, which I never, I didn't think anything of. Okay. Walk in and I'm like, oh, hey, uh, where do you keep your, uh... <laughs> <laughs> I can see why they were confused by the question. No. Oh, I forgot what, produce. I, I was thinking vegetables, but I actually said produce. Like, where do you keep your, where do you keep your produce? Mm. And like. The what? The produce? Produce? <laughs> you know? Did you try a different I did. I, I tried produce. Because I maybe just don't know what produce is. Produce. I'm like, what? <laughs> produce. And like, wait, where do you keep your produce produce? <laughs> like, the what? Fr- fruits and vegetables? <laughs> like, oh, we don't carry those here. Because that's like a superstore thing, quote unquote. They'll carry regular groceries, and they've got all the other stuff, but they don't have a produce section. <laughs> Why are you saying it? Like, I know what you're saying. I, I know what you're referring to. Why are you speaking to me like... <laughs> they don't have a fruit and veggies section. Oh, fruit and veggies. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, because it's not a superstore. Like super it's center. just a regular Walmart. But yet, Or super center, or whatever they call it. But yet, at their Walmarts... Correct me if I'm wrong, but can't you buy, like, alcohol and, like, guns and stuff? You can, yeah. You fully can. But, but no at least apples. at this particular one, you, they didn't have the apple section. But could you get all the other, like, stuff? Yeah, you could. Like, you could buy booze and stuff there? Yeah. I, I, I didn't see guns anywhere, but we weren't looking that hard. But, yeah, like, you could get, yeah, like, beer and stuff, and it's like, what's going on? Well, some people do say that it's harder in a low-income family to afford to eat healthy. Mm-hmm. And maybe they're referring to, like, accessibility, availability of things. Could like be, that. yeah. 
Like maybe if you have like one of those WalMarts in your communities, you just can't buy. Potties. That's true. Yeah. I was watching a YouTube video. This is a slight side tangent for you, but watching a YouTube video, and this guy was he was it was kind of like a drawing tutorial. Like he was doing a self portrait of himself in a leather. Yeah, I think that's how self portrait works. <laughs> So, he was doing a self-portrait. Was he doing an autobiography about his life? <laughs> he was doing a self-portrait in 11 different degrees of difficulty. Okay? Okay. Artistically speaking. And he was talking about... I can't remember what. Fahrenheit or Celsius? <laughs> Sorry, please continue. Just let me get this out, please. Yeah, this doesn't have to be this long. <laughs> and we both know it. <laughs> so... He was talking about a certain artistic technique, okay, that some people do, but he doesn't. I forget what it is, because it doesn't matter. Yeah. It was like a 20-minute video. I got like half of you. And so he says, some artists will uh, use this technique in their drawing. However, personally, I find it quite disquieting. Oh, disquieting, yeah, yeah. Never heard that before. Yeah. This is a term you're familiar with? It is, yeah. You don't hear that too often, though. No. So, I was like disquieting i mean from the context you can guess that it's something bad yeah yeah but it's some. it makes it's something that makes you nervous mm-hmm. disquieting so not I'm that gonna, quieting disquieting <laughs> this one right this one right here this so i'm gonna right try here. to like work that into my vernacular now you should yeah you know well i learned a little bit ago anachronistic but it doesn't come up nearly as often as you think it would it sounds medical yeah but it's not <laughs> oh, that's the hook. Oh, that, that's where it gets oh y'all, you think that, wouldn't you? Oh, <laughs> that's your first guess. Oh. It, it sounds like the like the isn't that uh, one of the nerve systems, the endocrinatic? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's not that, but it's no, no. It, it sounds like it. It basically means like from a specific time era. Mm. So it's like oh, you know, like if if I'm using this correctly, I could even have it wrong. But, uh, like you say, like, oh, you know, that expression is very anachronistic of, like, the 50s. You know, like, like, representative. Representative, yeah, like, of that time. Oh, wow. Have you used it in a normal conversation? No, because it's harder to bring into a conversation. Because it's already kind of a douchey conversation to begin with? Yeah, it's already a douchey conversation. Oh, and it's, like, very specific to you have to be talking about something from a different time period. That was, like, meant to be in that time period. You know what I mean? That is pretty specific. So it doesn't come up too well. And the problem I have with using big words is that if I put one big word... <laughs> They're very big. <laughs> They're very big, hard to pronounce. If I put one big word in a sentence, I don't use any other big words. Yeah. So it'll sound like I'm trying really hard. <laughs> yeah. Like, if I'm like, damn, bro, sometimes it do be like that, but it's a little disquieting. <laughs> <laughs> Like, that doesn't make sense. Like, yeah, it doesn't, doesn't match the up, other yeah. words that I use. But. <laughs> so, David, tell me, what's cooking? Glad you asked, Jared. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have a good memory from a few years ago when I was <clears throat> in my second year of my degree, my business degree. Mm-hmm. And this was at Olds College. And we were in a cohort, so uh, every class, it was about 25 of the same people, every single class. 
So like, <clears throat> like we went through the two years at Olds College for a business diploma altogether. So you see the same people over and over again every day for every class. You know, so you, we got pretty, pretty tight knit, pretty good group. And when we were getting closer to the end of it, we were a lot more comfortable with each other and our teachers and our classes and stuff. And we were getting pretty loose by the end of there, you know, like at the start, you know, it's like, oh, taking all kinds of notes and, you know, showing up on. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. And so <clears throat> me and my buddy Daniel, who, you know, our buddy Daniel, we used to have a little bit of fun every once in a while and do some like various like kind of nutty things and <laughs> just to like have fun yeah and one time we decided to completely switch places switch roles of each other so we talked about it ahead of time and then <clears throat> we showed up extra early to classes and met in the library before a day of uh, like five classes full day of school met in the library we switched shirts shoes pants hats uh actually no no sorry we didn't have a hat well actually what we did was we switched our hair products he used a gel i used a cream so then we did our hair like each other <laughs> and then we walked into class and had switched personalities too so at the time i was known as like the the quiet nice guy you know or fairly quiet and fairly nice. Fairly nice. <laughs> and, and he was the very, like, loud, rambunctious, sarcastic, swears a lot, jokey kind of guy. And, you know me, I don't swear a ton. And I swore even less back then. Mm -hmm. But, you know, he, he swears quite a bit. And so we, we got into class. <laughs> so we both sit down in our usual spots. Mm -hmm. And... A couple people like, oh, David, you look look really different today. And I'm like, why the f do you care? <laughs> you know? like, You're hitting them with it, hitting them with it. And I was like super sarcastic and just like like making fun of everybody and like, what the frick are you on about, Brad? <laughs> you know? And it, it, everybody was like, what what the heck's the matter with you, David? And I got yelled at by a couple people like, would you sleep on the wrong side of the bed, David? What's the matter with you, you jerk? <laughs> Like, oh, and it was a mix of trying to contain laughter, but also like, all right. <laughs> Were you thinking that at that point you had taken it too far? No. <laughs> no, I did not. Yeah. <laughs> well, maybe. Okay. Like you weren't worried it was going to affect your like ongoing relationship with these people. No, I had really good relationships with these people up until this point. But it sounds like they were kind of. There are a couple that were like kind of shocked. They just thought I like didn't get enough sleep or something. Mm. And it's just being really grouchy. Mm -hmm. uh, and then Daniel's sitting in the corner and he's being like, well, hey guys, you know, I don't know. Like, you know, maybe he didn't get a good enough sleep last night. And, yeah. <laughs> you know, he's super quiet. He's being fairly quiet, fairly nice. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Not swearing at all. And I'm like, mm. are you having kidding me? Like, he's a, I wasn't, you know, like being too mean or anything, but just very... Snippy and like sarcastic and, and stuff. Because Daniel's not a mean guy. No, no, not at all. You know, not at all. He's you know, he salt of the earth. He but is he, sarcastic. He's very, very sarcastic, sarcastic and likes throwing swears and stuff. So yeah. I was, you know, naturally doing that. And yeah, it was it was very um, it was very interesting. Uh, not a, not a long story, but uh, what what was so interesting was how like just acting like each other, we got like viewed completely differently. 
Mm. You know? So, like, <clears throat> if I acted like him, everybody automatically assumes there's something wrong with me, right? Right. And if he acted like me, everyone, like, not as many people since they didn't notice as much, but they all thought something was wrong with him because he's being really quiet today. Mm. And, and like, <clears throat> when they were, were getting defensive or mad at you and saying, mm-hmm. hey, like, what's wrong with you, man? Yeah. That's not the way that they would interact with Daniel. No, not in the least. Not in the least. It's Even like, though it's kind of his personality Exactly, type. yeah. Exactly. It's the polar opposite of how they interact with him because they just roll with it. Hmm. Right? But <clears throat> because I did it, it was shocking. Hmm. And it was like, oh, clearly there's something wrong with you. I mean, this is, like, straight out of, like, an office episode. Yeah, it kind of was, yeah. <laughs> it was it was pretty fun, like, wearing each other's clothes and stuff. And How, wait, did you do this more than once? No, it was just once, but it was for, like, the whole day. Okay, for all five <laughs> classes. Pretty much, yeah. Like, for several classes. I think, like, in the last couple of classes, we sort of just, like, meh. <laughs> but, I mean, these are all the same classmates in the five classes. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> so, by the time you get to the fifth class, you're really driving it home. Yeah, yeah. Like, people have seen... Yeah, it might not have been five, but it, yeah, it was, it was multiple classes. They're definitely sure. noticing at that point. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, and then and then a couple of them at like the third class or something start figuring out like, hey, man, you're wearing each other's clothes, aren't you? <laughs> like, maybe, <laughs> might be. <laughs> aren't those Daniel's pants? <laughs> yeah, they feel real nice. <laughs> <laughs> Shoes are a bit small, but <laughs> pants are pretty roomy. So. <laughs> Yeah, I was thinking that, but I didn't say it. I did. Um, (laughs) So, would you say that you were treated overall worse than your normal day of school? Yeah. (laughs) I don't get treated badly on a normal day of school. I mean, in comparison to your normal day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. like, you know, people weren't, like, (laughs) malicious or mean or anything, but they were very... like it was, uh, they gave off a very negative energy versus what they usually do to mm. me because of how I was acting. So it doesn't sound like a real, like liberating experience of saying it hey, you can be whoever you want. It's like don't change, <laughs> don't don't, free, don't defy expectations, yeah. <laughs> or you will be friendless by the end like, of the we've day. We've come to know how you are, and you will be like that as long as we know you. Yeah, yeah. It was very. It was. It was odd. Like it wasn't quite how I was expecting. Like I figured. Yeah, like, oh, David's, you know, being a little more sarcastic, you know, but figured, like, oh, it's a different style of humor or something. But, yeah, it was it was very, very defensive. I'm like, well, what's wrong with you? Now, like, when we try to do impressions of other people, right, whether that's, like, an accent or, like, an actual person that you're trying to mimic, mm-hmm. um, I think that we all have a tendency to, like, play it up a little bit. Yeah. Especially if it's nuanced, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it makes <clears throat> more of an effect. Yeah, exactly. Um, so do you think that you took it farther than Daniel normally would have with his personality. It's entirely possible, yeah, because we, we talked about it a, a little <laughs> bit after, and we both sort of figured we probably both went extra far in our directions. Because, mm-hmm. like, I'm on the, I was on the quieter side, but I wasn't as quiet as he was being. Right. And then... Fairly quiet. Fairly quiet. Fairly, fairly nice. <laughs> and I was being more sarcastic than he was. Than he was, mm-hmm. than he would normally be, and maybe, like, throwing out swears more regularly. Right. So it was out of character for you normally. Yeah. But it was almost a little bit out of character for the original yeah. person. Exactly, yeah. So we both swung a bit too far. Yeah. Sideways. Wow. Would you do it again? Oh, yeah. Well, it was, it was a lot of fun, because it was, 
even though like some people did have a negative reaction to it, it was very liberating to sort of feel like, well, how would people react and how would things go if I was very different, if I acted very different? Mm-hmm. How, how would that go down? Would these people still be friends with me? It, it brings up a lot of questions. And what's about the answer? Do you think they would still be friends with you? I don't know. I, it's hard to say. I think if I started the relationship with that kind of energy, they, they mm-hmm. might be. But I, I don't know if some of them would be if I s- switched like that permanently. I but think I it know. is really hard to change uh, a dynamic in a relationship. It is. Like a yeah. friendship or a relationship. Any, like, any kind of interaction, if you get used to the way that you communicate yeah, and like how, what the other person's personality is and the kind of jokes that they tell and you just change that one day, th- that would buck a lot of people. Oh, know. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like that, it, Very much. that is a hard thing to do. Mm-hmm. Um, it is. When even just like, uh, not even just full personality changes, but even just slight changes can also really change the dynamic of a relationship. Because say you're mm-hmm. both interested in one thing and one person starts losing interest in that thing a little bit. Right. You know, suddenly you, you don't really talk about that as much. And mm-hmm. if that's like a core piece of... Can be significant. Yeah, if we are, it can be significant. And then that can right. affect the relationship, maybe make it drift apart or... Or you have to strive to figure out new interests. And, interests. and maybe that's why it's so hard to have a really long-term friendship mm-hmm. or, you know, stay in a relationship, like a romantic relationship mm-hmm. for a long time, right? Yeah, that's true, because people do <clears throat> change over time. Yeah. And if you're not changing with them, then you have to, like, adapt to them. Yeah. Right? Or, if you don't, then you can just drift apart and I think that's probably how most people drift apart and it depends how you change right like mm. you can change in a complimentary way or not yeah yeah right? very true and people get married like like for example like our parents generation a lot of people got married at like 20 yeah yeah right like yeah like how much personal growth um, do you have left <laughs> when you're 20 like yeah. a lot yeah exactly so you if you get two 20 year olds get hitched right um, by the time they're 30 they could be really different people oh yeah very, very, for sure, for sure. Well, especially early 20s, I think, especially, is a very very formative years. Oh, yeah. Like, I know from, like, 20 to right now, just about 24, was a huge difference. Mm-hmm. Like, night and day for who I used to be and who I am now. Yeah. Right? So, especially, <clears throat> yeah, that can be tricky for friendships, especially during that time, because then you're, you're changing over the course of the whole, like, several years. Right. And your friends are, if they're the same age, also changing over those years. That can yeah, really, really change your the dynamics of all your friendships and relationships. But it's it's a tricky kind of like line to walk because you want to give people the opportunity to change, mm-hmm. you know, because growth is healthy and mm-hmm. it is a part of life, right? Nothing stays the same. Yeah, exactly. And as much as we want this friendship, this relationship is going to be exactly the same forever. That's not the way people work. Exactly. Yeah. Because like people aren't never work out the like same that. forever. Yeah. Um. And so it's it's. You need to allow people to do that while at the same time, you know, not compromising who you are to match where they are. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think that's a really hard thing to do. It is, yeah. When it can be really hard to to let go of friendships. Mm. Because I think at some point, eventually... If two people do change enough and they they change in different directions, eventually you might have to let yeah. go of that relationship. I think if it gets to the point where you have to sacrifice who you are, yeah. which I think is maybe the same line in a romantic relationship. 
That's true, yeah. Right? Like, you can, <clears throat> no two people are alike, right? There's always going to be compromise. Yeah. And yeah. there's always going to be differences. Um, but to what extent do you lose yourself in those differences? Yeah. Yeah. And so I, I don't think that change alone is uh, enough to uh, validate, okay, we're not going to be friends anymore. Hmm. Um, because they can even lead to richer conversations. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. Where you're not just you know, both on the same team, you can say, okay, well, let's look at different perspectives. Um, But it does come down to what you're sacrificing as an individual. Yeah, that's very true. So, yeah. Yeah, and I mean, you you know, you don't want to change who you are just for somebody else's approval or anything, right? Right. Yeah. Don't want to change the core parts of your personality, especially if you've grown into them. Right. Like, you, you know, people really... I think a core thing of genuine friendships is being able to be yourself around people. Because if you have to fake it the whole time, I think there's always going to be a certain amount of cognitive dissonance in how you act towards them and how you Mm -hmm. think about yourself. Yeah. So, yeah, like at some point, you have to either figure out how to be yourself around that person or potentially go your separate ways. Does the relationship require you to be someone other than you want to be? Yeah. Um, exactly and if it does then it's probably not a healthy relationship yeah yeah exactly right like across the board exactly yeah like matter a, of fact it's probably rather disquieting <laughs> i would say personally just my own words I would it's an anachronistic kind of statement yeah. isn't it depends what you're referring to <laughs> but yeah wow that's an interesting experiment yeah it was it was a lot of fun yeah. it was uh yeah, and very. it's cool that you went self-reflective about it as well. Yeah, yeah. That it wasn't just a laugh. Well, it was a good laugh, but yeah. I mean, you also... got to start with a laugh. But, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> you know, you get into it a little bit deeper and be like, you know, how does, what can be learned from this as well? Yeah, exactly. Like how, yeah, how to, yeah, even just changing my clothes uh, got a few eyes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they're like, oh, that's not David's usual style. Different style. Exactly. Yeah. Like, what's what's going on with him? You know, yeah. he's like drunk or something. Like, <laughs> yeah. Were you drunk? <laughs> Only partial. <laughs> we wrap it up there. I think so. I think that's a good spot. Okay, sweet. Um, I think we have an outro as well, don't we? Don't we say it new every time? <laughs> don't worry, don't <laughs> Pretty sure we. It's <laughs> like seasoning and oh, um, cooking. So that prime <laughs> roast is fully cooked. <laughs> All right, uh, thanks for listening, guys, and uh, we'll talk to you later. Bye-bye.